Do you enjoy the Terminus Podcast? Do you like bees? Hi, I'm Trevor. And I'm Jeremy. And for the price of a million bees, you can keep the Terminus Podcast on the air. That's right, for the price of... You can keep independent comedy media rolling. Go to patreon.com slash terminus underscore media today. Thanks. Bye. I'm Trevor, and this is the Terminus Podcast. Hi. Hello. How's it going, everyone? Uh, it's it's going fine. How are you? I wasn't asking you. I was asking the audience. Well, they can't answer I mean, back. you could go fuck yourself. Hey, I missed your birthday. Also, oh. Christmas is coming up. That's true. I bought you something. Did you? Yeah. It's that thing that you kept looking at with absolute disgust and confusion. Oh. Here, have a bag. Oh, my God. That, this is this bag. Listen, it's a very pretty bag. It's a Godiva chocolate bag. I didn't try that hard. <laughs> um, it's it's from Jeremy's uh, wedding. The bag is. Oh, there was chocolate in it at one point. This is a mm, that's ASMR right there. That's really it's actually, good. This this fucking is actually. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you're getting our audience all horny. Okay, so you got to describe them one by one. Okay. What is it that I got? No, you can't look at it as you pull it out. Like, well, fucking, just just put it down on the floor. Why did reach you down me, and grab one? Why did you let me take all the paper out? Well, because don't stop looking at it and just reach down, reach down, I, reach <laughs> down. Do not look. Reach down. This one by like one. A sex thing. <laughs> it <laughs> Which is. is really awkward considering what's at the reach top. down and get it. <laughs> <laughs> Touch it. I've already seen it. Yeah, that's fine. What is it? This is a Stretch Armstrong Jesus of Nazareth with. Okay, I fucking <laughs> all right. This is this is probably the weirdest anything I've ever received. <laughs> oh, there's writing on the back. Uh, Go ahead and read it. Yeah, let me read this. He ate and drank with sinners. Ooh, that was kind of a good Christopher Lee you voice. You did a really good job. He gave himself some shivers. Mm. He called out the religious hypocrites. He drove merchants from the temple. He spoke up for the poor and oppressed. 
Who was this social revolutionary who preached truth, love, and compassion? Now it's kind of going into like a... Ah, fuck, I can't remember his name. One does not simply <laughs> walk into Mordor. Yeah, it's that guy. <laughs> Winter is coming. Oh, good. Uh, Game of Thrones. Who was the social Gross. revolutionary who preached truth, love, and compassion in a culture filled with bigotry and intolerance? Uh, it was Jesus. <laughs> he healed the sick and raised the dead. His name was recognized and feared by demons. <laughs> <laughs> dark side <laughs> basically I got you this because I need you to be to remember that frankly you need Jesus his metaphoric wit perception of the heart and wisdom amazed thousands yet he was despised by men I, I mean he, he Romans he was specifically despised by Romans only yeah primarily primarily Romans like yeah everybody else was cool even, with them. like Jewish people were pretty chill there was like four that weren't really cool with the whole like, hey yo, I'm like a messiah or whatever. Yeah. Uh crucified on a Roman cross. He died and was buried in a cave, yet rose from the dead. He wasn't dead. No. He didn't die. He was sleeping. He was he was taking a coma nap. <laughs> coma nap. That's how that works. <laughs> he conquered sin and brings new life to man. This man is Jesus Christ. Copyright. Hold on. Jesus is copyrighted yeah. by two whole copyright 2012 NJ Kroos company mm-hmm. or croak or croaky croaky. That sounds good. That's all accurate. rights reserved mm-hmm. from Laverne, California, 91750. That's where Jesus was. Yeah, there you go. Notice that he's also white. Yeah. This manufacturer was Hunkai Toys in Shenzhen uh, in China. Good. This is a bendable, poseable Jesus. Yeah. Ages three and up. See, the thing is, this Jesus is terrifying. I would not give this to a three-year-old. That's exactly why I bought it for you. It looks absolutely insane. This is uh, this is a bonkers. First of all, let me let me ask you a question, uh-huh. Jeremy. He's when, in a red bathrobe. When you think of bendable or poseable, you think of like Gumby or Stretch Armstrong, as I've mentioned, right? Well, where they've got I mean, all of their Stretch Armstrong wasn't really poseable or bendable. But he just kind of just they're just like limbs or like they yeah. have all four limbs just kind of there to like move and bend. Yeah. Uh, Jesus has a robe, and the robe is made of solid whatever the fuck material this is. Yeah. Which means that Jesus, his legs don't work right. Not at all. And so Jesus, he just kind of hobbles around whenever he walks. <laughs> Jesus is, is not fully bendable or poseable. Not at all. And it's, yet, it's just his arms. And yet here it is. How much did this cost you? By I, the I'm way? not. I'm not talking about it. Was this more money than you wanted to spend on Jesus? Yes. Was it more than a dollar? Yes. Was it less than twenty dollars? Please tell me it was less than twenty dollars. I'm not telling you. Okay. Well, I, I appreciate the, the reason for the season. Yeah. Oh, did you hear that uh, the mayor of Nazareth has banned like Christmas? He's he's canceled Christmas wow. because that of is, Donald Trump. That is some hardcore Grinch type shit right there. And he's a Christian. Yeah. And he's like, hey, fuck Christmas. We're not doing it this year. <laughs> We're out, guys. So let me ask you a question before I move on to the next gift. Uh-huh. Does that mean that Christmas is canceled worldwide? Oh, dude, because that's where Jesus was from, and if they canceled the Christmas, home, it's 
hometown hero, Jay Christ. <laughs> Jesus Henry Christ. He he can't, his birthday's been canceled. Yeah. This is like this is hardcore fest being canceled. Yeah. Or straight edge day being canceled. Yeah. And Bane not playing. Like yeah. straight edge is done. We're we're done yeah. with the whole we're, fucking thing. We're done thing. with it. Everybody pick up the crack pipe. <laughs> that's that's exactly what that means. Um so yeah, I mean if if Nazareth canceled Christmas mm-hmm. Christmas, uh does that mean that like we don't have to go buy gifts for Christmas? Does, or well, I mean, it's too late for me. Here's the thing, though. Here's the problem that now that I have, that would mean that that is no longer a day off that I get from work, and instead that is a uh, work day. I'll take it because that opens up the dialogue. If we cancel Christmas and Jesus's birth, does Jesus exist? Well, I mean, he clearly does because I wouldn't have a bad yeah, hand version of yeah. Jesus. Yeah. I wonder if this has parts of Jesus's body. I bought it for parts. you because I mostly want to cure you of your sin. I wonder, like, but here's, so, here's my question, syphilis? right? Like, what? And the syphilis. Oh, uh, I yeah. bought it so we could cure the syphilis. See, that's that's getting into faith healing territory a little bit. That's why but I bought it for you. Anyway, uh... So, like, Jesus' body just kind of ends up wherever the fuck it wants. Yeah. Is Jesus' body in this, like, bendable, yes. poseable, like, yes. mold of him? Absolutely, especially after I uh, prayed over the toilet and then dumped the, or dunked the, the, pla- the oh, thing Oh, you baptized into, Jesus. Yeah, in the oh. toilet. Oh, okay. It, there, there were some <laughs> loaves in there. I'm sure there were. Were there also fishes? Yeah. Syphilis cured. There we go. Next. All right, let me let me let me reach in here. Not I swear look. to God, if you fucking look again, I'm gonna punch you right in the I eye. I didn't look, motherfucker. I will punch you in the eye. What is this? I'm honestly not sure what that is. Uh, this is a ruby. I just liked the package because the, it was the, all foil. The package is fucking dope. Uh, okay. So what this is? This is a domes. Is this a bobblehead? I don't know. I have no idea what it is. I <laughs> well, don't understand the point. I just thought the the package was dope as shit. So I was like, you apparently it. apparently they they stay in these little like plastic like gachapon bubbles, mm-hmm. and you can connect them to other gachapon bubbles. Like there's this little base that you just so basically it's like a domed amiibo. Okay. Uh, which without the content. Yeah, with without with without the content, pretty much. It's in this really sick like foil box, though. I mostly got it because I like the box, but I didn't like it enough to keep it. No, so I was like, Trevor will like this. I will indeed like this. It's, it's pretty neat, and uh, it's very foil, mm-hmm. and it's very Steven Universe-ish, and it's uh, it's great. Thank you. You're very welcome. There's and more. There is more, and and uh, I am not. I'm not looking. I'm going to put this down. That's right. I will punch you right in the eye. <laughs> I don't give a shit. See, you fucking... God my damn it. hair is in my uh, face. Deal with it. Okay. Just deal. What is this? This is Scrooge McDuck. This is this is not a... a what, a dome? No. It's not a domes. Uh, this is a pop. So it's a pop figure uh, made by Funko. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's Scrooge McDuck, which is badass. Mm-hmm. Uh, from the new DuckTales. Is this the new DuckTales? No, this is the old DuckTales. It's the new. It's well, the old one. But yeah. I imagine they probably brought it out because of the new well, one. Well, yeah. I mean, here's the thing. If they've got the old design, like, Webby still looks like a face. Like, like I pops are interesting to me. Like, mm-hmm. 
I don't have any other pops, right? I collect them. I know you do. And which is why I'm wondering, like, after the after we finish recording, you're like, give me that back, you motherfucker. Um, yeah, I mostly bought it for me. This is just yeah, for show. Yeah, this is basically like, oh, hey, we just need to put stuff in a box. Yeah. But uh, what's what's really fascinating about Pop to me is that they all basically are the same, like, blank staring automatons. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But they have, like, shit kind of appended to them in weird ways. Um, but, like, looking at Huey, Dewey, Louie, and Webby... They actually looked more terrifying than other pops that I've seen. Oh no, absolutely! That's, they look like they're going to eat your soul. They dude. look like they're they're ready to to chomp down. Like yeah. they are ready to fucking destroy. Yeah. Um. But that's this is probably cool. like my favorite series out of all. Oh no! What Duck I really Tales dig is about great. it is because like if you look on the side, like it's the actual like original Ducktales mm-hmm. art, which is this kind of thing is kind of rare with pop. Yeah, I mean, like the original like, Ducktales art, uh, like well, I mean, it, it was kind of classic, right? It was the same time they were doing. Yeah. Um, you know, Chippendale Rescue Rangers are also doing uh, Darkwing Duck. Yeah. Um, I forget the fucking artist's name, but he was, like, super in vogue at the time. Yeah. Like, the 90s were really good for Disney, like, non- yeah, they were. Basic children's Tailspin cartoons. Tailspin and all that. Tailspin was fucking yeah. amazing. Um, Which God, they have a Tailspin else. series of these, too. Oh, yeah, no doubt. Absolutely. Yeah. One thing I do want to point out, though, if you look at Huey's head. Looking at Huey's head. Just look at how weirdly shaped his head is. It's well in the picture. In the picture up here. Oh. In the in the drawing. Oh good lord. Yeah. Oh he that's looks worse. like his face is like melting. Hi. It's like indented in the center <laughs> and his eyes are just like he's, rolling off the side of his head. He's uh he's looking a little bit like um, He looks a little ill. Like like the the melty Nazi in Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah, like his face is starting to kind of come off. Yeah, which of is which is perfect because honestly, it looks like they're in a mine. Mm-hmm. Well, they're definitely in a mine cart in this picture. So I mean, is, maybe I, Huey is the melting Nazi. Well, the, that's the problem is that I would always imagine that like Huey w- would be part of the good guys. So like, I don't know why he'd be. Oh no, he's the Nazis. wearing red, boo. <sighs> that's true. All right. Well, I mean, I appreciate this. Yeah. I'll have to get this back literally right after we record. Yeah. But, uh... No, get your hands off my toy. Just fucking stop touching <laughs> right, it. I'm You're gonna, getting I'm your finger prints all over, you piece of shit. <laughs> it's a rare item. All right. There, so there's more. There's more. Oh, beans. <laughs> Go. Let me, let me... Oh. Yeah. Break your neck for it. Break your neck, boo. Just checking to make Break sure your nothing neck. else. Okay, this is a DVD. I haven't looked at the DVD yet. How do you know it's a DVD? Because it's a fucking thin box. Uh, okay, uh, what, what makes game. you think it's that not a game? Or? Could be a game. Probably not a game because games are $60 and they don't need to be. Yeah, that's, that's another true. discussion. That is, uh, I mean, right, we kind see. of already had that. Oh. Oh, hey. 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 How's it going? So this is a, this is another gift I'm going to have to give back immediately. Yeah. Uh, this is the 25th anniversary, episodes 1 through 27, volume 1 of DuckTales. Mm-hmm. It's a three-disc set on D- Disney DVD. Uh, this DVD is probably, what, five, ten years old? Uh, um, this one, I think, just came out, this if I'm not mistaken. doesn't have a... It was released in 2013. Oh. Yeah. Well, um, the world's wealthiest just came out duck. four years ago. Yeah, there you go. The world's wealthiest duck brings his high, f- 
High Flying Escapades Home to DVD with DuckTales. Scrooge McDuck has a nose for business that leads him to the far corners of the world, but even this tycoon has his hands full when nephews Huey, Dewey, and Louie join the fun with their loyal pals Launchpad McQuack, Gyro, or <laughs> Gyro Gearloose, Miss mm-hmm. um, Beakley, and Webby Vanderquack, the DuckTales gang, and never fails to deliver a wealth of adventure, whether searching for the fountain of youth, traveling back in time to the days of King Arthur's Round Table, or being accidentally launched into outer space, you can always count bank on that's clever on Scrooge and the boys to keep the thrills coming. Get ready for fortune of fun with some of the most memorable DuckTales episodes ever on three discs. And notice Huey's head is not melting anymore. No, his head is perfectly proportional to his body and not in any way deformed. Yeah. Uh, it is a feather-raising quack-up, ha-ha-ha, <laughs> gotcha, that you and your family will treasure. Disc made in Mexico. So um, I hope you, I hope you know Spanish because no. this was cheaper than the English version. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, Thanks, a- Trump. Apparently, you can get movie rewards. There's a magic code inside. Oh, cool. 100% that's expired by now. I don't know. Let's find out. Well, <laughs> uh, so Jeremy is trying to rip into this package. The plastic is, is proving too difficult for his nails. Leave me alone. Uh, <laughs> I'm doing a very good job. Doing he's, a, he's doing a great job. job. Okay, so this. What is that? So it's your movie reward. Oh, okay. Um, no, this this has a copyright of 2016 on it. Still probably expired. Well, and then it's got BB-8 here. BB-8 came out in 2015. That's fine. <laughs> oh, boy. There's Zootopia. Have you read that comic? Oh, the, oh, the anti-abortion yeah. Zootopia comic? That Super was good. Oh, dude. Very chick track There's his melting head again. Oh, shit. There it is. Oh, it's so weird That's looking. super rare, man. Oh, man. That's only on every box. Of only this on series. all of them. Um, okay. I'm, so, so basically, this is a gift of Huey's melting head. We have we have done this for 17 minutes. You're welcome. Uh, but uh, sadly, I did not get you anything. I didn't know we were doing this. I'm also broke. I brought you my love, though. <laughs> no, we'll do we'll we'll do a gift exchange on Christmas, where I actually reciprocate, and you don't have to get me anything for Christmas because that this counts. That was a lot of money. It was a lot of money, and I will I will be bringing you that my Jesus own gifts. Jesus is like fifty dollars. I will be bringing you my own gifts. May or may not include the Jesus. I mean, I'm just saying. You know what's really cool about this Jesus? If you look at it, well, like if you get creative enough. This could it turn looks in, like Charles Manson. Well, yeah, it looks like Charles Manson as Jesus. But what's really nice is if you pose him correctly, he looks like he could be a really great butt plug. I mean, if that interests you, go for it. Hello, baby birds. Welcome back to the, the Terminus Podcast. This is episode 22, because we didn't get a chance to say that at the beginning. We sure didn't. No. Uh, I, I instead bombarded you. Instead, you fucking overwhelmed me with, with nice things. And he cried. I did cry. After the, we finished recording, I bawled for a good 45 minutes. Your eyes I mean, are it still kind just, of moist. Uh, well, yeah. Trigger warning for those af- affected by the word moist. I am 100% affected by the word moist. Good. I 
hate it so much. Good. Anyway, um, this episode's going to be a little weird. Yeah. And by weird, I don't mean, like, weird, weird. I mean, like, it's a different format than we normally do. We took a lot of acid and listened to a lot of Pink Floyd. There we go. And here we are. Yeah, I just finished describing to Jeremy the plot of the movie slash book called Annihilation, and he's flipping the fuck out right now. You can't hear it. Yeah. Because he's lifted off the ground. It's true. And he is completely, like, silent as far as his limbs are concerned. Yeah. Um, My limbs make noises. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Oh, geez. That's that's the kind of thing that someone on acid would say. Yeah. There you go. I can taste colors now. I mean, that's just synesthesia. You know what a really great combination of music is? What? Sneaker pimps and the fuck buttons. I don't... What? Continue. Anyway, uh, this episode is going to be a little weird. Um, we are doing a debate format for this episode. Um, a couple weeks ago, we had an argument um, while I we were recording. Uh, while we were recording an episode of the show, there was a lot of pointing and yelling and yeah. screaming and name calling. And instead of continuing the animosity, we decided, hey, you know what? This would actually be a really good episode of the podcast. Why aren't we recording this? We're fucking stupid. Yeah, and then I said, hey, let's go record it. And you said, we'll do it later. And here we are. We're doing it later. That was a very good story. <laughs> so uh, this is a a debate over whether or not – like, so – to kind of set this up, the the whole thing came out after we were both getting pretty heated about the you know the latest spate of sexual assaults in Hollywood. Still ongoing. Still ongoing. Still horrible. Still fucking just just disgusting. Mm. And you know, like the ranting and stuff was all well and good, but we were also talking about stuff that was a little bit more personal to us and a little yeah. bit more local. And you know, that's kind of where the argument started. And basically. Um, it ended with uh, me being very anti a certain thing. Now, we're going to talk in detail about our positions, but basically the gist of this is that when it comes to things that – and for me personally, it's like any sort of culture or anything like that, but um, specific to this uh, conversation, punk rock – um, the name itself versus sort of the sentiment, the idea, the uh, values that kind of live behind it, the name is not important for me. Mm-hmm. And in fact, I argued um, very forcefully at the time, you know, that we don't need the name anymore. Mm-hmm. And Jeremy is very adamant that no, in fact, you do kind of need the name to describe the movement, to describe the genre, to describe, you know, this this thing that has saved a lot of people and and that's that's kind of the gist of what we're going to talk about today um that being said you know we're not going to yell and argue and and be rude to each other we're we'll we'll do that later but um this is basically going to be uh you know we're going to do like five minutes for introduction of our points Mm -hmm. and then afterwards you know i'll get five minutes you'll get five minutes and then we'll basically you know, just start trading hits afterwards. Like, yeah, and this is like out. the last podcast ever. Like, yes. the last episode. Exactly. That's not true. Uh, this this will not, not be in the podcast. But, um, yeah, so this is going to be kind of a, a weird thing for us to do. Um, but uh, we figured, 
you know, we Why not? Might, might as well. We didn't have anything else planned for this episode, so that's true. Fuck it. Um, fuck it. But right anyway, in the booty. So, do we do we want to flip a coin or do nope. we want to? Just, I want you to go first. You want me to go first? Yeah. Okay. I want you to go ahead and put it all on the table, baby. Okay. You so show me, me what you got. Let me set a timer. You're over here playing with your fucking Apple Watch. I absolutely am. Hipster piece of shit. I am absolutely. It's a pink band, by the way. It's a, what is that, rose gold? No, it's just regular gold. Is that regular gold? Yeah. You look more like a rose gold person. That's fine. All right, so my timer's on, so you shut up. I love you. Anyway, Uh, uh, so uh, the idea that basically that got this started and, and kind of where I'm sitting right now is that for me personally, I don't believe in um, the intrinsic importance of genres mm-hmm. or labels when it comes to things that I enjoy, pop culture mostly. Now, this is uh, something that I, I'm hypocritical on. I'm not a, uh, you know, I'm not perfect with this, but it is something that I will generally speaking try to adhere to. And the idea basically is this, that uh, if I discover that someone that I watch, read, uh, listen to, otherwise consume, um, has done something shitty, then I will stop consuming that person's content. And if I discover that this is a sort of a systemic problem across, you know, a large sort of swath of a particular content categories, you know, creators that I will then, you know, kind of just move away from enjoying that. Like, uh, I used to be super big into uh, video game Let's Plays, you know, just kind of as a, as a genre of YouTube videos or whatever. And then all of the scandals and all of the racism and all the shit that came out of that particular community kind of just, I don't really watch them anymore. And... Basically, this leads me to question sort of why these things are important. You know, I I understand that, like, for me, as far as, uh, or not for me, but for other people, like, um, listening to certain kinds of music or watching certain movies or, you know, reading certain books or comics or playing certain games or what have you, it, it, it attaches to meaningful parts of people's lives. And it, um, you know, they, they become meaningful. They become part of a nostalgia factor. They become, you know, like, you know, I've, I've often heard the phrase, you know, X things saved my life. And and for me, like, that's that's definitely true. Like, there are certain things that, you know, that would fall under for me. But at the same time, I have this sort of feeling that if I found out that someone who created something that I'm very strongly emotionally attached to did something horrible, I would stop enjoying that person's content and it would kind of get soured for me. And I know that's true for a lot of people. And ultimately where this ends up and and where um, I feel that I'm kind of, um, I'm kind of, I think a little bit more extreme than most people is that I don't think the names really matter. And so what I mean by that is that let's say we have punk rock and we're only talking about punk rock tonight. I'm using this as sort of like the general, the more generalization as like, this is my feeling on all content. It's not just music or a, a certain genre of music. Um, 
you know, there there's certain social responsibilities that musicians or that genres of music have, and especially if you if you if you if you have something as quote unquote socially conscious as punk rock, you know, it kind of stands to reason that the bands and artists should be held accountable, and if they're not, then we should abandon that particular form, and. Not to say that you should abandon the the style of music, not to say that you should abandon the sensibilities or anything like that, but like the name kind of becomes poisoned. And that's that's where I'm at as far as that goes. And I have uh, apparently one minute left, so I'll seed my time and you get six minutes to go through your points. Um, and so, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and cancel that. And I don't have a damn thing. F- oh, hold on. Let me do custom. Um, let me do that real quick. All right, are you ready? I won't even need six minutes. All right, well, I'm going to hit start anyway, so you got six minutes on the clock. All right, so my thing with this argument is this, right? The, well, it's it's multi-tiered, really. Um, the name itself isn't as important. The name itself isn't. However, one thing I will say about the punk rock genre is the fact that it gave a lot of very lost people a place to belong. Um, I know that, I mean, myself included, um, several like long standing friendships were started in the middle of a mosh pit. Me and Jerry, uh, we met at a queer show, mm-hmm. you know, um, I was still, I consider her a very good friend of mine. Um, I know, uh, a, a, a few other people, Michaela, Michaela bonded over the concerts we were, we were at. She helped me roll my shoulder in a place of one of them, you know, mm-hmm. um, so the, this is this is kind of like a uh, we, we talk about safe spaces a lot. And for a lot of people, especially whenever they come from certain family backgrounds, you know, religious backgrounds, uh, things like that, uh, depending on how, I guess, vocal and hateful or oppressive um, those backgrounds are those people typically need to find a way uh, find a place to kind of hide away and, and just feel like they're a part of something better. And I know that a lot of people have found that in a punk rock show, you know, um, in those regards, you know, that, that, that word itself for a lot of people ended up becoming something much more important, something much bigger than a style of music or your stupid stud count or how, how tall your fucking mohawk is or, you know, the best way to fucking spike or color your hair. Um, it's different. You know, it, it, it becomes something far more and it's not just uniform or sound. It, it ultimately, it, it is like this unifying bond, you know, between these people who in some cases just haven't met. Um, on top of that, you look at a situation where, uh, you know, you go to uh, any punk rock show, you're going to meet, like, members of your LGBTQ community. I mean, I, I can look at notable bands like Limp Wrist or, or Black Fag or... Uh, um, gloss. Gloss. Absolutely gloss. Um, fucking Pansy Division. You know, the, 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 the Dicks. You know, like, the, these are bands... Fuck, MDC. Uh, um you know, the, these were bands that really helped kind of pave the way for these for these uh, uh, gay punk rockers and eventually opening up the doors to the more feminist crowd. You know, even though you already had band, uh, people like Joan Jett and Blondie and, uh, and those bands, but um, because these bands were able to be more vocal, 
I, I think that the feminist uh, the feminist crowd actually found a place to belong along with the um, LGBTQ community and the punk rock uh, scene. So while it's easy to look at um, the punk rock scene as something that just idolizes something like fucking Gigi Allen in some cases, or um, and and the Sex Pistols, and I mean it's easy to do that. But at the same time, there are bands and, and, and members of that community that stand defiantly against people who do shit like Sid Vicious did, did shit like fucking Gigi Allen did. You know, we, we can, I, I feel like some of that's just a part of a different conversation altogether. But uh, I think on top of that, though, punk rock gave uh, kids who wanted a creative outlet had something that they wanted to say, but no one would listen. Um, but didn't actually have, like, quote-unquote, talent. Um, punk rock gave these uh, kids kind of a place to kind of rage and just let it out. They didn't have to know how to play their instruments properly. All they had to do was just learn a, a three chords and uh, keep a beat. You know, um, and write some super angry lyrics. You know, I've never met a super talented DB band before. You know, like that, that just doesn't exist. But these bands are legendary because of that fact alone. They had something they wanted to say, and there were people there who wanted to listen to it. So whenever I look at that, I look at marketing. Because obviously, if you're starting a band, you're wanting to reach as many ears as possible, right? Um, I remember in the last conversation, what was that that Italian movement that you were talking about? Was it the? Uh, I mean, it's not Italian necessarily, but it is. Uh, it, it's it's called Scrams. Scrams, or Screamo. Okay, so <laughs> there. Okay, but um, whenever you look at uh, these bands, uh, the form. I mean, you fucking brought up Gloss, so let's talk about Gloss for a moment. Um, you know. Even though I know Gloss wasn't really too interested in the commercial aspect of things. No. Um, in fact, they broke up because of it, um, uh, to my knowledge, anyway, yeah, after no, they, they got they, offered a they got contract a, with Epitaph. Epitaph, yeah. They were like, hey, bye. Yeah. But, okay, uh, like, moving off of that, let's look at uh, fucking Limperist, I guess. Like, look at Limperist mm-hmm. or something like that. Whenever you want a definition of a sound, People go to punk as kind of a blanket term. Sure. You know, you've got like your hardcore, you've got your your street punk, oi, pop punk, post-punk, mm. you know, um, uh, going down the line. And those are just more more identifiers of sound. But like overall, what is the attitude of it? Like how do, how do you easily uh, market this sound? Um, okay. That was six minutes. Was it? That was. I didn't think I needed six minutes. I didn't feel like six minutes. That was a very poorly no, was, worded um, introduction to my argument. No, it was good. I liked it. Thank you. You're welcome. Go ahead. Okay. So it's it's interesting that you bring up the subgenres of punk mm-hmm. because I think this is where we find a lot of the problems that maybe I have with it. And, and maybe this is more of a, a situation where... I simply am looking at certain subgenres of this sort of overarching umbrella genre, and I'm kind of throwing the baby out with the bathwater. And that's certainly possible. Um, you know, as I mentioned, um, this is more of an ethical consideration for me and less of a like, 
a preferential thing mm. where it's like I would prefer not to have to throw, you know, this stuff that I like out. But, you know, for example, like when I found out that Jorge and the Casualties um, was a serial sexual abuser, I literally deleted my entire like casualty casualties collection. I'm actually depressed you had one because well, they were never good. Y- here's the thing, right? When you're a, a freshman, sophomore in high school, and you have no one else in that community there to be like, hey, no, this is the good shit. You listen to the bad shit anyway. Your, your ears are enough to tell you that this is not good music. This is garbage. I don't know how many okay. times you need to hear them yell, fight for your life in one song before so, you realize that this is garbage. So going, well, okay, here's here's the thing, though. Going back to your point, untalented, unskilled, but can keep a beat mm-hmm. and did so very quickly. It's very fast, very angry music. Oh, it's so bad, though. But it, is, it is bad, but, I mean, that's the thing, right? Like, tr- like taste doesn't really play into this if we're talking about, like, the the idea of this as a safe haven. Like, these are some shitty street kids in New York City basically doing exactly what she said, and it turns out, in fact, that Jorge is just a shitty person. And the whole band is, too, because of, you know, them enabling what he did. Right. And And that's sort of the point here, but... Street punk, which is the genre that the casualties kind of fall in, for those of the listeners who don't listen to this kind of music, improbably. Um, basically, that is not the same thing as you know, straight edge hardcore or youth crew or D beat or uh, grindcore or scrams or any of the genre other genres that we mentioned. Um, another genre I can think of that's I would say has actually in you know been tainted on this same like marketing level. Oi, mm-hmm. oi has been tainted, right? I mean, it's Oi's always been it's, tainted. Well, the, and and exactly because it's a working class music aimed at burly white dudes, and those burly white dudes generally tend to be part of white nationalist organizations. Yeah, and you know you can say well the music isn't you know white nationalist like there are a lot of uh, oi bands or shit like that that are uh, you know more apolitical and focused less on you know the racial politics and more on uh, fucking you know love lives and shit like that and there's there's a whole host of problems with that but I mean it's like well this isn't the bad kind right um, to I my mean, mind you could say that about screwdriver uh, yeah, the, well, all screwed up yeah same thing. Yeah, well, I mean, Screwdriver, fuck them, but anyway. But I'm just saying, like, in that context, I mean, yeah. screw, All Screwed Up was not a Nazi album. Well, no, but what I'm saying is that it's been tainted, right? Like, right. you you wouldn't admit that, oh, yeah, I just I like the first album of Screwdriver's discography. That's like everyone that says that they hate Screwdriver but likes Screwdriver. Mm-hmm. That, that's literally everyone. I don't like their Nazi stuff, but uh, I like all screwed up. That that's a pretty good album, right there. It's, it's really all not, unity it's really not music. Bad. It's hey, really I'm bad. not saying that's good, but but that's the thing, right? Like it's it's it doesn't have to. The quality doesn't matter here. Jew Driver is good though. Yeah, that's fair. Go listen to Jew Driver. Yeah, it's funny, but that's kind of the point, right? Like it's it's not about the taste that you have. It's like it's the quality or the, or it's the content, right? You know, the content matters, and the content matters what the people do, like people in the band do outside of playing music matters. Um, you know, Henry Rollins is a shithead for a lot of reasons that have nothing to do with when he was playing in Black Flag. 
you know, have nothing to yeah. do with when he was in Roland's band. Like he, he fucking, you know, he wrote about like his homicidal tendencies and shit outside of his musical career. Collecting someone's brains after they blew their brains out. Yeah. In a hamburger wrapper. You know, like as, as much as Rollins has kind of reinvented himself in the, in the late 2010s as kind of a, you know, a thespian and a, a world traveler and all this other shit. Yeah. You know, he started out as your, like, quintessential meathead. Yeah. Um, and people didn't like him and don't like him to this day. Uh, Jello Biafra is another good example. I mean, he is someone who, you know, built an entire career outside of music off of his opinions. And it turns out he's kind of shitty to women, um, especially the women he's dating. Yeah. You know, fucking... Uh, and, and all of this goes to kind of... <laughs> that was so anticlimactic. Sorry. Uh, but all of this kind of goes to fucking saying, okay, if each of these people, like, <laughs> I guess kind of going back to the idea, like, no one is free from, quote unquote, sin. Yeah. Kind of use that example. Like, you know, there there's only so far you can go theoretically with this, but it's like, if the idea is that we are not to show support for people who abuse women or who are racist, sexist, homophobic, uh, transphobic, fucking, you know, ready to beat the shit out of people for being different. I mean, I don't, I don't claim straight edge anymore, despite the fact that I still have never drank, have never done drugs because of FSU, you know, like that's, well, and, and in that case, it's easy time. to get it confused, though. Yeah. Because, I mean, in those regards, especially depending on where you are, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no, but, no, go ahead. Uh, you know, that that's that's one of those things where, depending on where you are, like, straight edge is going to have a completely different connotation. Yeah. No, it absolutely is. Um, but, I mean, you kind of see what I'm saying here. It's like the, the actions of people within certain groups um, is... For me, it's it's enough to take pause and to examine critically why I like something. Um, you know, it, it's it's enough for me to say, hey, you know what? Maybe I'm not going to give this up. Like, I, I, ha- I still listen to punk rock. Like, that's the thing is that I'm saying all of this and I still listen to this music. I just listened to Classics of Love tonight because it was a great fucking album and band. But, you know, fucking... At the same time, like, if Jesse Michaels turns out to, you know, be a pedophile or some shit, which I really fucking hope he doesn't. I doubt he would. But I I doubt it, too. But at the same time, you would doubt that, like, people who say they are one position would do the thing that is kind of antithetical to their entire life. Um, That's more of a cover-up thing. Yeah, but, I mean, like, you kind of see that. Like, as, as consumers, you're like, well, I'm trusting you, so don't fuck up. Yeah. And... But I would stop listening to Classics of Love because, like, I'm not going to support monetarily or spiritually or whatever the fuck a pedophile. You know, like, there are 500 and some odd people in fucking Alabama who voted for a pedophile on this same – on the principle that basically says, I don't give a shit what you've done. I give a shit about the label you have. Well, it was Jesus. Republican. It was Jesus. It's Republican also. It, it, yeah. But I mean, there are people who actually they wrote in instead well, of well, they actually debated for, for him, saying, "Well, that's not in the Bible." 
Yeah. Like that that's oh, no, legitimately no, what it was. I mean No, yeah, no, I, I absolutely know that. But you, you can see what I'm saying. Like the people who voted for him voted on party line because oh, you're a Republican. Yeah. And it was almost half the fucking state. Like yeah. that's terrifying. Yeah. You know, five hundred and ninety some odd people, uh ninety thousand some odd people fucking uh voted for Roy Moore. Yeah. And that is upsetting that's terrifying and it, they operated on the idea that like well you know it's not really that he did something wrong it's that he's a republican so i'm a republican i'm gonna vote for him and that is kind of fucked up like if if you don't follow any kind of ethical consideration for you know whatever content it is whether it's you know music you listen to or whether it's the people you vote for um you know, it, it 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 seems really fucking dangerous. Like you're putting monsters and predators into positions of power where they shouldn't be in power. They shouldn't be allowed that level of power. You know, and and the same kind of goes in uh, in in scenes, right? Um, you know, the the classic example is like you accuse someone of sexual assault, but they have a lot of friends. And they have a lot of contacts in the music industry or they have a lot of, uh, you know, power in the local area, which means really nothing like in the grand scheme of things. But it's right. it's enough. It's meaningful for that particular section of the country. Right. And you get drowned out. You get fucking reamed again by the fans, by the people who won't stop to think critically about the music or the choices that they're making. And so that's kind of where I'm at. It, it's as far as why I feel this way, the justification I have for this, that's where I'm at. As far as that goes, it's for me, it's an ethical consideration. And, um, you know, there's plenty of examples of areas where it's right to kind of move away from a particular genre or subgenre, even, um, because it's been basically contaminated by bullshit. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's sort of what I'm arguing. Now, this is not going to be for everybody, and I'm not saying that, like, everybody should do this. Um, but this is for me kind of what I do. And it's it's not something that I'm, again, I'm, like, uh, <laughs> I'm not uh, a... What's the best word for this? Like, I'm not a fundamentalist about it. I, I don't do this with everything. And there are still things that I watch, listen, whatever to, you know, I consume that is problematic in the way that I'm describing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there there are reasons for why I continue to still consume that. Um, and none of them are good. You know, according to my own internal logic, it's all you know, it's shitty reasoning, but right. you know, like everybody does it. And and that's, that's what I, I kind of want to get across is that, you know, for me personally, I kind of want to move more towards this idea of like, okay, uh, I have to kind of think critically about the stuff that I consume and not try to support people who are literally ruining lives. So here's my issue. Uh, a couple, uh, I'll, I'll first bring up the politics because like you brought that up and yeah, yeah, there, yeah, yeah, there, yeah there's, there's a big problem that I have with that actually. Um, and it's because of the fact that you and I are both, both defiantly anti 
the authoritarianism of 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 government, both local and abroad. Um, it is corrupted. It is horrible. It is dirty. Um, and I mean, I look at the majority of the fucking Christian right. It you're looking at pretty much just a carbon copy of the one standing next to him at the time. Like I mean that that's some of them are a little more batshit insane than others, but the reality is still that the ethics um, involved in the Christian right movement is always inherently shitty regardless, right? Where punk rock, that's not the case. Um, There are bands, we already brought up Gloss, we already brought up the LGBTQ, we brought up the feminism thing. There are bands trying to preach a positive message that don't have that bullshit behind them. Um, In fact, a lot of them composed of members who have the same ideologies that we do. Um, Another thing that I wanted to actually bring up was the fact that um, with punk rock, I kind of think of it like this. I'm a homeowner, right? Mm-hmm. Let's say I get a couple of rats. I've got two options, right? I'm going to get rid of the rats or I'm going to sell my house and get the fuck out of here because I've got rats. You know what I mean? I'm not fond of the idea of giving up something just because something exists within it that I don't like. Um, instead, what I'm going to do is attempt to eradicate the problem. You know what I mean? Uh, and and I'm not necessarily saying like a, a physical violence situation or something like that, but I don't have to consume um, the media or uh, of the individual that I am opposed to in these regards. You brought up the casualties. The casualties of a band I didn't listen to regardless of Jorge, so that didn't really affect me one way or another. Um, but there are bands that I have... Uh, heard some things about that I did not listen to because of the things that ended up coming out with it, right? Um, so I'm I'm with you there. But I don't, I can't agree with the idea that you just give something up because something exists within it that you don't like. What I am about and what I actually believe in is a full-on takeover of that thing that you don't like, Period. Um, if you don't like the punk rock scene, change it, be a part of it and fucking change it. Do something within that movement that is meaningful, that is inspiring and actually build with it. Work with that community, start building within that community. Eventually you're going to see that, that, that mass of people has grown. You know what I mean? Eventually, I mean, you could look at it with any protest, you know, all it takes is one person. Eventually, you've got all these other people joining in. Eventually, you can't hear the bullshit of, like, talk about gay pride and all the protesters out there. You've got enough yep. gay uh, uh, members of the LGBTQ movement out there cheering and all that shit that you can't fucking hear them anymore. You know, it just doesn't exist, even though they're there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's kind of my thing. Like, you, you, you can reestablish. You can rebuild. You can use um, what's already been offered, and and we're we're I'm talking about all of it. I don't think Oi's ever going to go in that direction. I think Coxbar has touched on it, but I don't think that they're ever uh, that they're ever going to or that movement is ever going to get to the anarchist or you know whatever. Right, and despite the fact that there are many you know sharp skin bands that are kind of anti-racist, yeah. anti-Nazi, that thing. Right. But, but it, it, it it's never going to have that kind of impact. No. Um, 
you know, you gave up straight edge. That's fine. I gave up straight edge whenever I started smoking. But um, <laughs> I gave up straight edge when I stopped being straight edge. It's cool. I mean, I, but I mean, the thing about it is, like with the straight edge movement, there is a lot, lot of toxicity there, especially wherever it is you come from, and that is such a varied ideal that it, it's not easy to define yourself as a straight edge person to another person who's straight edge because it's like two Christians trying to debate the Bible. Right. You know what I mean? Everybody's got their, their own ideas. So like, let's say you are against the drugs, but you're over here drinking your Coke and, uh, you're, you're having premarital sex left and cocaine, just Coca-Cola. Yeah. But like this dude over here is like anti everything, pure vegan, like drinks nothing but water. Never, never jerk, never jerking it. Never like, you know, having any sort of sex whatsoever, you know what I mean? And like these, these two things are going to be very different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I mean, shit. I mean, the FSU has beaten the shit out of other straight edge kids who had nothing to do with FSU just because they were like drink coffee or some bullshit like that. Something's stupid. Yeah. Um, so I think that one is, is a little more flimsy. It's not as prominent because, I mean, the reality is, like, that's just – even Ian Mackay gave that up. You know what I mean? Right, and no, he was absolutely. pretty much, like, the 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 one who set the groundworks for everything that was the, the, the straight-edge movement. He's just like, this is fucking stupid. I'm done with it, you know? But that's the difference between straight-edge and punk rock. Even though the straight-edge movement is within the punk rock community, it is not the punk rock community, mm-hmm. you know? It's just not. There's a whole ideology. There's a whole whole thing there. This DIY ethic and all that stuff. It's not only only the the rebellious nature of things. I mean, people are creative out of the rebellion. You know what I mean? They're doing things with each other, with and, and teaching themselves to do these things without the assistance of others. You know what I mean? And 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 creating art out of it. It's something they can actually be truly proud of. Yeah. You know. And and I agree. I I think that's true. And. Again, this is a personal thing that I'm I'm kind of sort of struggling with, and we talked about that the last time we had the <laughs> argument. Um, but one thing that I, I would say, you know, punk is definitely a place where people, uh, certain people have come to find a home, to come to find support, to come to find a place where, you know, their comparative weirdness to the rest of the world is not really looked upon as, as being bad or harmful or what have you and instead is embraced and that's that is all well and good um what i would say though is that we we kind of have to look at the histories of these uh, of these bands and of these sort of movements of like people from a demographic perspective mm-hmm. and and what i mean by that is is not to simply say well you know they're all white so they don't get to have you know, a, an outlet for their anger that's not them shooting up a fucking, you know, high school. Um, but what I would say is that, you know, especially in the 80s and 90s, um, and excluding things like the Riot Girl movement specifically, um, punk was very whitewashed for the most part and very much centered on the male expressions of rage against things like relationships and, and you know women being duplicitous and and fucking 
you know, the, like going back and listening to a lot of, uh, the, you know, Descendants albums, for example, um, a lot of the lyrics, uh, you know, whatever they're talking about, like relationships that went awry, it's basically putting them in the same light as like a Weezer album. No, it's very tongue in cheek the same way. It, it's very, well, quote unquote tongue in cheek, but uh, it's very I think much a lot kind of, of it like, is tongue in cheek. I mean, you can listen to a song like Pervert mm-hmm. and, and know that that's not like a serious fucking thing. I mean, no, I mean, and there are certainly like, there are certainly songs kind of laughing at themselves with that too, but it's, you know, and this is true in pop punk specifically where there's a lot of music that is, uh, you know, oh, my girl left me and fucking fuck her. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm going to go fuck someone else. And that that kind of sets the tone for, you know, the idea that like, yeah, this is going to be a great place to be included and have a family and all this other stuff. But not for you, just for me. You know, it's kind of that it's kind of putting that mark on there, not explicitly in a lot of cases, mm-hmm. but definitely implied. And. When talking about, you know, how, you know, these other bands, the queer bands, the, um, you know, there are a lot of bands, you know, fronted and primarily led by people of color now and and even, you know, then um, it's it's not necessarily to say that those don't exist. But it's to say that they're deprioritized and kind of decentered. I don't I don't know that I could agree with that, man. I'm, it's it's not it's it's a fact though is the problem. Well, I mean, there's there's certain aspects of this that I have to I have to ask about because like the, there are certain aspects of this I'm not certain either one of us know the answer to. Um, because to a degree, I'll agree with you that you know the the genre is made of a lot of bands that will sing about these things absolutely, right? I like some of those bands. I do. Um, but the reality is I, I wonder exactly how much of that is just honestly marketing. Uh, how much of that is just, you know, the word of mouth, uh, passing on of the, the, um, uh, the, the, the music, because I mean, like I look at something like a uh, newfound glory, for instance. Right. Right. Um, if you go up to a person who likes newfound glory and like, Hey, you'd like newfound glory. Check this Oscar album out, you know, probably not going to be too big into it. I mean, you might, I mean, it is close enough, but I mean, the reality is, I mean, you're, you're, you're trying to sell something that's completely opposite or, or completely different from whatever it is that this band, uh, that this group is already listening to because like music and, and the taste of music is never like you're jumping into this one thing mm-hmm. and all of a sudden like that's all you listen to no, you know true. what I mean like you, you start off small like I remember the first band that I that really got me into punk rock in general um, one of the big ones was Green Day whenever <laughs> right. whenever like Dookie was out and like after that I grew to hate Green Day but I mean like I was I was gradually getting into other things like Black Flag, Gorilla Biscuits, Righteous Gems, you know, and like I was getting into more hardcore and things like that. And it just kept kept evolving from there, right? Um and that's what's gonna end up happening with pretty much anyone that listens to this music. You started off here and this is where you end up. You know what I mean? And and another aspect of that that I have to have to kind of take issue with because yeah, these bands sing about girls and things like that. But another thing that I have to, you know, say about that is, you know, they, they have an outlet to get 
whatever it is that they're struggling without. Because, I mean, the reality is you're not going to deal with heartbreak the same way that another person is. You know what I mean? Like, you, I think you are, are a little bit different in the mentality where, okay, I can get over this. You know, like, we're good here. The, this is a thing that happened, and I can appreciate that this happened, and we can move on. I mean, here, no, that's that's that is a completely sort of mischaracterization of where I'm at. Well, like, I'm not if I'm, if you know if I were in a relationship, and I am, but if I were in a relationship that ended, mm-hmm. um, you know, I would be devastated. The difference I think between me and the bands that are kind of writing these songs is that I wouldn't go fucking bitch. Okay, so the person. you don't let me finish, though. You don't let me finish, because I'm not saying that you wouldn't be hurt. That's not what I'm saying at okay. all. Okay? What I am saying, though, is that there are people who need to vent their shit out. And, like, I agree. Like, fucking calling, you know, calling out an ex-girlfriend and, and doing this shit and saying this shit about them is completely wrong. Absolutely. Especially whenever you're putting it front and center in front of a crowd. Okay, like that that's a personal beef. That's a personal issue. There's a difference between singing about your problems and and this failed relationship without talking shit on the person, mm-hmm. which there are bands that do that. There there are bands that sing about their problems without calling in, out the individual that they're singing about, you know what I mean? Um and then you have the ones that are like, you know, the fucking bitch. Um there are those bands that exist. Those bands are typically not the ones I'm going to be listening to. And there are a lot of other people within our our community that would not either. So then let, we, we kind of need to get down to brass tacks because we have been literally rambling for an hour. But I guess my question then is, so we, we have this concept, first of all, of a quote-unquote unified community mm-hmm. under the genre of punk rock. Mm-hmm. And then you have the idea that, like, within that community – Everybody is sort of completely decentered from the the whole, in the sense that they are, you know, listening to very specific bands, and you know, because of such the, a, a large number of bands out there, um, you know, if you don't like the content of one, go listen to another thing, and continue to have this sort of umbrella genre over you, but. Um, you know, your definition of punk rock is going to be wildly different from, Absolutely. say, uh, bros. Now, why keep the name in that case? Well, we already have subgenres. We already have the subgenres. You know, we already have, you know, all of the different iterations of punk rock. Mm-hmm. So why keep the name? Why, why not have a hardcore community and a scrams community and a power violence community and a riot girl community and a queer core community and you know, an Afropunk community and things like that. Why, why stick to the genre as a whole of punk rock? I mean, you just dropped one of them, Afropunk. Um, the, the reality is the name is the, the, the word itself is still going to be tightly ingrained in pretty much all of those uh, genres, regardless of what you do. I mean, the, the reality is this, again, I have to go back to the marketing. I have to, I have to, and I know that you don't agree with it, but I have to go back to the marketing. It's easy to sell something under one blanket term than it is to say, oh, go check out this new post-punk band to a person who's never listened to a post-punk album in their entire life. You know what I mean? They never listened to Bauhaus. They never listened to The Cure, whatever. You know what I mean? But you try to sell them on something like Girls Names or Interpol or something like that. 
they're going to have no idea what the hell you're talking about. Okay. So, I mean, the, the reality is like whenever it comes to the marketing aspect, it makes things easier to sell. And, and frankly, where punk rock is concerned, just like anarchy, just like anything that I believe in and, and, and hold dear to me, I think that that thing needs to be pushed and it needs to be pushed out as far and wide as humanly possible to as many ears that will, will take it in. If the word punk rock makes it easier to sell and expose to as big an audience as we possibly can, and it does, the name is necessary, especially for those bands who stand for something better. Okay, I think we're probably too much of... We're, we're probably too nerdy mm-hmm. to really get to any kind of simple conclusions on this. I so, mean, I, I think the simple conclusion is, and I mean, this, this is what I think the simple conclusion is. Just like the punk community as a whole, we are all going to have our individual ideals, individual look on things, right? The way that you handle things and the way that you see things, like the 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 needlessness of the name itself, um, that's fine for you. You know what I mean? That's fine for you. We're not selling anything under the punk rock banner. We don't need to use the term. We're not even technically a part of that that demographic of people anymore. Yeah, we consume it, but are we actively a part no, of that community? We are not. not. I mean, I, I even though I can sit here and defend it. I haven't been a part of that community in years. Right. You know? Um, the people who listen and the people that make up that that community, I feel like that is really more their call than it is ours. You know, if they want to embrace it, fine. One day they're going to grow up. If they walk away from it, fine. You know, one day the punk rock community may completely dissipate altogether. And it's going to be fine. It's not mm-hmm. going to matter. Well, and, and and so if it doesn't matter, then I win. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> you piece of shit. <laughs> no, but uh, I, I think that's probably going to do it for us on this episode of the Terminus podcast. I concede your points, and I, I disagree, but I feel like that that really doesn't matter. I feel like you're correct in that. Mine was my very opinion, badly worded. Like I said, my I opinion promoted this as, as a smart person against the not smart person. That's, that's not that is not how this went. But you know, <laughs> I feel like you know, I definitely think that that is it's something that everyone has to decide for themselves. For me personally, I don't like punk rock as a giant overarching concept. Mm-hmm. I like punk bands, but, you know, it's kind of, for me, just it's one of those things where it's like if I hear that someone has done something shitty, I'm going to stop consuming that artist. But, yeah. uh, and, and kind of just, it, it sours me on punk rock every single time I hear about something like that. But um, I'm not everybody, you're not everybody, but I think we, we covered a lot of good points on this one. And uh, I think we could probably can continue this conversation over time and on social media and other places probably so speaking of that let's let's talk about our social media situation we are on facebook we're at uh, facebook.com slash terminus pod we sure are uh, we are also at patreon uh, we talked about that at the beginning of the show patreon.com slash terminus underscore media 
We've got a um, lot of things in the works over we there. We do. We are still working on physical merch. It's going to happen. Which I am excited about. It is coming along very nicely. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you're going to be proud. I think so, too. I think I'm going to be very excited about what we're going to be selling. And I'll be buying also, some things. a physical merch store exactly. is on the horizon. Yeah, we'll actually have a place to sell the things. Yeah, no shit. It's um, going to be great. It, it, it's going to be really cool. Uh, in the new year, we've got... Uh, uh, terminal Beats. No, I'm sorry. Terminal Jams. Terminal Jams is the name. Terminal of... Beats is is the beat project. There like you go. We're, we're yeah. growing beats and we're we're, we're lacing them with cancer. Yeah. Anyway, delicious. Um, mm. But uh, we've got we've got Terminal Jams coming out in January. It's going to be our recommendations podcast. Um, or you know what I I wanted to talk to you a little bit about this. We can talk further off the air, but basically like. I'm thinking with that, it doesn't even have to be relegated to just recommendations. Mm-hmm. It can be like things that we liked that we listened to or watched or saw or read, that kind of thing. The and Stupidest Angel Since Christmas is Around the Corner by exactly. Christopher Moore. There you go. It's a really great book about a, a dumb angel. An angel who tries to bring Santa Claus back from the dead is but creates real? a zombie apocalypse. Is I will let you borrow the book. Oh, God damn Yes, it, it is real. such a good book. Anyway, um, I, you know, I'm currently reading Annihilation, which Next I already mentioned. Next up, The mentioned. Stupidest Angel. You uh, need to you read go. it before Christmas. I read it in two days. It's great. That's good. Okay. But, uh, yeah, so, I mean, we've got some good stuff like that on the horizon. Of course, Terminus Media does not just include podcasts. We also have radio shows, including one where Jeremy sits here for several hours and plays two. good shit. Thank it's, you. It's two, but I wanted to give it, like... You're you're slaving away for. I mean, it good, is very tiresome. Shit. I will say that uh, I spent a lot of time building those playlists. The last couple of weeks have been kind of odd. Uh, last week specifically because of some technical difficulties you had with the internet. Oh, it was so much fun. Uh, did you ever get that fixed? Yeah. Good. Yeah, it was like fixed a day after, and I was pissed about it. You're like, it. what the fuck wasn't this fixed Monday? Yeah. Um, but every Monday you can listen to uh, the Terminus Project, which is basically just this without all the talking mm-hmm. and more music. Yeah. Um, also, whenever I feel like it, Multinational Mosh, which is kind of this thing where I find music from places that aren't the United States, Great Britain, or Australia, and I play that stuff. Just whenever he feels like Just it. whenever the hell he I feel like He pretty much tells me that he's coming over like 30 minutes before I go on air. Yeah, basically. And I'm probably not going to be able to do that for the next like four weeks because of what I've got going on right now, but yeah. it's fine. I um, understand the syphilis is a lot to take care of, man. It's true. Well, I, I got cured by the Jesus. Not yet. It takes time. Oh. Well, so isn't it just... Anyway, you know what? It's fine. It's affecting your brain is what's <laughs> happening. Uh, the syphilis or the Jesus? Both. Oh, good. Uh, Possibly the hep B that came from the poop. Wow. That was in the toilet whenever I baptized it. You have hepatitis B? Yes. You should have But I used this. the Jesus to cure me. It didn't work. It's going to take time. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, multinational mosh is a thing. Um, is good cop, bad cop ever happening? So yeah, there's a couple of things I want to talk about there. Good cop, bad cop, uh, well, I say officially, it is finally in kind of, uh, pre-talks, um, not with the original person, but instead with Cold Neon Fetish. Oh, um, got Austin. From yeah. Cold Neon Fetish. Yeah. And it's going to be really like if that pans out, that's going to be great. 
because like he he's a total music nerd like I am. Mm-hmm. Um, and oh, good. The well, the best part about it is like he is snarky as fuck whenever it comes to music. So like he we can all give the most backhanded compliments. <laughs> we all heard the episode. We and, know. Yeah, and that's going to be the be- that's the best part. Like it's it's the best backhanded compliments. So yeah. it's just natural, you know. So it's not anything that has to be planned too hard. Like he just comes up with this shit. So that is one thing we're working on. I have other things that we're, uh, I am currently working on um, coming me, into baby. the next year. One of them, let's talk about memes for a moment. What? Let's talk about memes. No, I'm going to sleep. No, we're talking about I'm memes. I'm going to fucking sleep. So what's that Dungeons & Dragons podcast that you like? Um, The Adventure Zone. What is the uh, musical meme like there, there's a meme that they use a '90s pop culture reference. What? Jimmy Ray. They they mentioned Jimmy Ray. No, no, no. That's times. that that was on uh, my brother, my brother, and oh, me. Oh, whatever it is. So are, are you Jimmy Ira Ray. Ray? Who wants to know? Yeah. Basically, it's a it's a user who sent, uh, submits um, funny Yahoo answers. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> Maybe I'm misconstruing everything. I don't listen to it. It's Trevor's thing. Anyway. I'm one-upping them. Okay. We are going to have Jimmy Ray on this show next year. You and I. You and I. Okay. We're going to have Jimmy Ray, and we are going to talk about his politics. Um, We're going to talk about his worldview, and I think it would be really interesting if he'd be interested, um, considering he was so deeply ingrained within the entertainment industry at that time. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of curious exactly how he how he feels kind of watching the entertainment industry take the turn that it is right now. And uh, okay. I think these are going to be really interesting conversations. And uh, so, yes, I am working on getting that having Jenny Ray next year. Well, fun times. Thank you for letting me know that before I shit my pants. Yeah, um, you're welcome. <laughs> uh, I shit my pants on a regular basis, so it's not like I was going to get startled and then shit my pants. It's just like, I just shit. <laughs> I would um, love to see you shit your pants and then scream because you did it. <laughs> deer, <laughs> deer in headlights just, look on your face. <laughs> oh, my God. Look at look at the fucking – look at the monitor. Look at this shit, dude. You see that? Yeah, I oh, see Oh, no. I see it. That's um, going to be really bad. It stays just horrible. as is. Exactly. But anyway, um, so that's fun. Uh, we've also got other shit going on, other podcasts, other projects. Basically, welcome to Terminus Media. It is officially yeah. it is officially a full thing. It is real. This is Terminus Media. Yep. Oh, it's going to be beautiful. Mm. I really can't wait to uh, start working with other creators, too. Like, that's going to be really fun. Yeah, it should be a good time. Um, but, uh, yeah, so Terminus Media is a thing. Go support us on Patreon. Uh, we should definitely thank um, Kevin Moan and the Reptiles for the use of our theme song. Uh, police State off the album Kevin Moan the Reptiles, which you can find at kevinmoantherreptiles.bandcamp.com. It was the hot album of 1993. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think he went on tour with uh, Nirvana. Uh, no, he went on tour with NSYNC. That wasn't 1993, dude. You don't that was know like mid 90s, man. I'm, I can ask. I can send him a text message right now and ask. <laughs> Did you go on tour with NSYNC? Because I'm pretty sure it was Nirvana, either that or Pearl Jam. It was like one of those two. This is back whenever he was really big into like ripped jeans yeah, and yeah. flannels. 
He had very long hair at the time. Oh, good. That's fun. It's very curly. Um, so, yeah. So Kevin Miller Reptiles.bandcamp.com. Go check him out. Um, also on Now That's What I Call Music Volume 3. That's the one that had a little biscuit on it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, break stuff. My mom bought me that album. That's how I knew that. <laughs> it was Nookie. <laughs> also had R. Kelly. Oh. And Britney Spears and... Like for some reason, like right before that, if I remember correctly, or right after, is uh, Christina Aguilera. Oh, good. Okay, so that is a novel check I that out. My collection Police for a whole week. Christina Aguilera, Britney Spears, <laughs> and Limp Bizkit with Nookie. <laughs> Apparently, I found out that's what people in New Jersey call each other is Nookie. Are you serious? <laughs> I mean, we don't have any New Jersey listeners, so who the fuck knows? God, I hope we have a New Jersey listener. It's, if you have one, it, tell me, is that true that you call each other Nookie? Uh, you can email us at theterminuspodcast at gmail.com and uh, check us out next week. Um, oh, we have uh, Apple Podcast Analytics now. So if you happen to listen to our show... Uh, now is the best time to start subscribing to Apple Podcasts or to us on Apple Podcasts. Fuck the rest of Apple Podcasts. It's just our show, my show. I mean, Jeremy's Apple Podcasts show. is just this. Yeah, exactly. The, the Terminus Podcast with Trevor and Jeremy on Apple Podcasts. That is the full name of the show. You got to search for that. That's right. Uh, if you search for just the Terminus Podcast, you get Podcasts of Trains. That is also a very good podcast, by the way. Go you subscribe to, to the Train channel. Okay. All, listen, the only thing I can fucking think of is like, is this like darker Thomas the Tank Engine? Because that's all I fucking get out of no, it. No, they they literally just talk about trains and and oh, like seeing trains like that. That's like, oh, literally fucking it. Oh no, I saw a train. Yeah, it, it's a super weird podcast, and like I'm intrigued. We this is this is untenable. We cannot be promoting the other Terminus podcast. We should start a Terminus podcast about trains, too. We should absolutely not, because that would be 100% copyright infringement. No, 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 no. In this case, but we will just talk about Thomas the Tank Engine. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do unwrappings of, like, the, the Thomas the Tank Engine. Oh, Jesus. Uh, things we'll do fan fiction. Oh, It'll be great. we cannot do this in the slightest. But, no, that would be funny as hell. Um, we should reach out to them. We should. Be like, hey, yo, what's up? Oh, dude, this is the Terminus I am podcast. dead serious. I think we actually should. They would be. Here's the thing. There's gonna two two outcomes here, right? First outcome is super upset at us <laughs> for being the Terminus podcast as well. The second outcome, they're fucking into it and they're like, "Hell yeah, let's do this collabo." Yeah, we're gonna talk about trains. It's basically just the Terminus podcast with. Yeah. Whoever the, the fuck hosts that other podcast yeah. and us. But we're going to talk about trains yes, together. Exactly. There Anarcho. Anarcho train hoppers. <laughs> oh, we can't do that. But anyway. No, um, we're doing this. So next year, look out for the Terminus Podcast X, the Terminus Podcast. Oh, my God. Oh, there's a Doctor Who Terminus Podcast, too. X, the Terminus Podcast. Oh, my God. Oh, this is going to be the weirdest Could episode ever, dude. We do this. We can't do this. We need to do this. Oh, my God. We just unify all the Terminus podcasts. Yeah. We just subsume them into Terminus yes. media. It's like, hey, you want a, podca- you want a podcast <laughs> company based on your name, but it's also our business? Hello. Um, Jesus Christ. This is a terrible oh idea. Oh, God. It's going to be soon. so good. April um, Fools. April, April Fools. Oh we're going to team up with 
the Terminus podcast, the we Terminus podcast, get... and the uh, the Terminus podcast that is about the Walking Dead. Is so, there a Terminus yeah. podcast about the Walking fucking Dead? Yeah, so we're going to team How? up with the Terminus podcast, the Terminus podcast, and the Terminus podcast. <laughs> so basically, it's going to be the Terminus podcast with the Terminus podcast, the Terminus podcast, and also the Terminus podcast Special featuring guests. Keemstar. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, this is ridiculous. Um, this is, uh, well, okay. We have a plan now, I guess, for April Fools. Um, but anyway, god, you should definitely go subscribe on Apple Podcasts because this is a great time to do it. Um, the analytics are kind of weird right now. It looks like they only really work for people who have updated to iOS 11. I don't even need to go into all the rest of the bullshit going on there, but like, um, if you want your numbers to count, I guess, join now, fucking listen to the shit there. Um, we are always, of course, going to be, uh, posting at SoundCloud as well, though. So, I mean, it's not like, as happily, but not as happily, we're, we're but, there. uh, it's $15 and I'm, I'm tired of, oh, dude, I hate SoundCloud. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to get every fucking ounce of shit out of that Go one. Go listen to us on Player FM. No, don't do that one. That one thinks we're Nazis. Um, Literally, we are anti-Nazi, but hey, fuck it. Yeah, I mean, let's do this. Anyway, um, so yeah, I think that's that's really going to do it for us. Uh, this has been a very fun episode of the Terminus Podcast. We didn't, we didn't end up breaking up. Fucker, piss bucket. Hold my hand as we as we close out. Baby birds, come on, Arlene. Da, 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 Please take care of yourselves. Da, 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 take care of one another. Da, 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 da. In the end, we're all good. We love you so. Good night.